What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Today is July 15th, Thursday, 2021, and the Chicago Cubs have just started their selling of the 2021 team, of the 2021 roster, and the future of this roster. It has begun. Jock Peterson, who is on a one-year deal with the Chicago Cubs after winning the World Series with the Los Angeles Dodgers in 2020, has just been shipped off to the Atlanta Braves for Bryce Ball, first baseman, uh, class of... 2023 projectively we really don't know what year he's going to be brought up we really don't know how soon or how ready he is um we're going to break that down why this trade even happened ronald acuna jr um you know getting trade uh tearing his acl i should say um was it was a huge key factor to this and, and honestly without that i don't see this trade happening i don't see them needing that bat um ronald really really going down and, and it's sad too because Ronald is one of those guys who changes the game. He's an MVP type candidate. He holds that Braves team together. Um, you know, Marcelo Zuna having his situation, losing him sucks as well. And then now having, you know, Ronald go down for the rest of the year, it, it's, it's crushing, especially in a season like this where the Braves are completely dominating. They're looking great. <clears throat> Excuse me, by the way, I have a I have really bad allergies today. The rain in Chicago has been crazy, um, it, 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 and it's going to only get worse. Um, tomorrow is supposed to rain all day long. But as of right now, the Chicago Cubs are the main topic, not my allergies. I can't believe this happened, um, especially it, just because it just it, it's just perfect. Like I didn't think we'd be getting a first baseman out of Jock Peterson. I thought we might be getting like... Um, a current player, maybe a lesser, like a, I don't know. I don't know. I really didn't know what we were going to get for Jock. He hasn't been having the greatest of years. Um, but I mean, fuck it, right? I mean, it is what it is. It's the second half of the season. We've seen it before with Nick Castellanos, where that second half of the season, his stint with the Tigers, he came to the Cubs, completely raked, and is the player he is today with the Cincinnati Reds. And I still miss him to this day, but that's a different video for a different day. Um, so we really don't know what Jock Peterson could be on this Atlanta Braves team. Might be the spark, spark he needs to k- kick it off and start going again like he was in spring training and for his you know stint with the Dodgers. But Bryce Ball, let's talk about Bryce Ball. And, and the reason, um, like I said, I didn't expect to get a prospect out of it is just because Jock Peterson's on that one-year deal. He's not really performing that well anyways. Um, if you want to talk about Jock Peterson's stats so far on the year, it's, it's really nothing special. Um, he's batting 230, which it, it is what it is. 39 RBIs. Um, he's had an injury bug. He's had 11 home runs. You know, it, it's not a horrible season. Um, it's just not exactly what we expected. Now, if we're talking about this kid, Bryce Ball, man, I love Bryce Ball. I love Bryce Ball's game. I'm not going to act like a fanboy. I'm not going to say, you know, um, I've known Bryce Ball for years. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that, he's, but he's 23 years old. Um, I like the kid. I like the kid a lot. You know, there's just something about Bryce Ball that you don't really see that often. And, um, you know, he's, he's ranked number 12 in their um, in their top prospect list for the Atlanta Braves. But the thing is, with the Cubs, I think he, he's easily top 10. Um, and that's, and, you know, that's it's saying what it is. Um, he bats lefty, throws right. He's 23 years old. Um I love the kid. He was drafted in 2019, 24th overall. It's it's one of those um it, it's it's one of those things where Bryce makes you can think about what's going to happen with Anthony Rizzo. Because mind you, this kid is 23 years old. Here's a stat from mlb.com prospects. Um <laughs> I, I I love reading stuff like this because it's one of those things where um 
you you really get a gander of what this kid's gonna be based off of this reading and and you know sometimes you know it's hit or miss you really don't know what you're gonna get but um i i love this take on it because it, it really shows who he is um, it says a transfer from North Iowa Community College to Dallas Baptist University. Ball posted a 1.057 OPS with 18 homers in his one season with the Patriots. The Braves went a bit over the slot in the 24th round of the 2019 draft to roll the dice that his power would play to the next level. He might have been the surprise of the class in terms of his pro debut, slugging his his way to full season ball and finishing with a 329 batting average, 395 slash 628 line with 17 home runs. The power con continued to show up in 2020 against more advanced competition at the Braves alternate site. This is something really good for me to hear. This is something I love to hear because it just shows that not only can this kid rake and then crush baseballs, this kid has a great eye. He has great control. He has patience. He has key determination to want to get better and hit the ball, not just make, you know, power contact. He wants to get contact on the ball, and he wants to be able to be one of those guys who can not only bat over 300, but also, you know, 30-plus home runs a year. That's something you really don't get. And that's pretty much what we have in Anthony Rizzo right now is one of those consistent bats who bats over 280 every year pretty much, 270s, 280s. Um, and still manages to hit over 25 to 30 home runs a year. And, and that's exactly what we needed. See, my thing was, if we're going to trade Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Javier Baez, Wilson Contreras, et cetera, et cetera, the list can go on. You know, you got to get a first baseman out of them. The fact that we got it already out of Jock, I mean, now we can just focus on pitching. because. And I know I'm thinking too far ahead. This kid's only 23 years old. Um, don't get me wrong. You know, I know there is a possibility that Bryce doesn't pan out and then maybe he's not as good as everyone thinks, blah, blah, blah. That's not, I don't think that's the case. I think the Braves are trying to win now. Um, and they think Jock Peterson can potentially be that, you know, piece they need, you know, with Ronald Acuna Jr. going out. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't see it, but I mean, it's definitely possible, you know. They're they're stacked right now. The, the this Braves team is ready to go. Um, so I mean, it is what it is. You know, people are gonna pay what they want to pay. But I really do think this team's gonna be good. The Chicago Cubs infield of the future is set without question. Here's my thing, and, and you might think, oh well, some of these guys aren't gonna pan out. That's perfectly fine because we're deep. <clears throat> Let me start off by saying this: Miguel Amaya, the catcher for the Chicago Cubs, is the real deal. Now, if you want to keep Wilson Contreras around for a few years and have Miguel Amaya up at the same time, that's perfectly fine. You know, have a mentor him, have Wilson, you know, maybe a three-year extension deal to just, you know, continue to do his thing and develop and then trade him away at the end of his final year. Let Miguel take the reins. Miguel's very young as well. Miguel is only, how old is Miguel? 22 years old. So Miguel Amaya is your catcher of the future. You got, you know, Bryce Ball, 23 years old, first baseman of the future, hopefully. You know, we'll see how that goes. Ed Howard, Chicago native, shortstop, 19 years old, born in 2002. You know, I mean, you have him right there. He's an absolute stud. Christian Martinez, 17 years old, born in 2003, another shortstop. Amazing stud, raw talent. We're going to continue to see how he develops. That's another one. Um, Christopher Morell, third baseman, 22 years old. We'll see how that works. Um, I love the kid. Chase Strumpf. I mean, the kid's 23 years old as well. He's a second baseman. Nico Horner's in his early 20s. Um, 
the list, uh, Javier Baez, you extend Javier Baez, there's another one right there. So you have your third baseman, you have all the shortstops in the world, you have your second baseman, um, and Nico Horner, Strumpf, um, you know, Morel, Baez, all of them, you know, and, and then you just continue to keep moving with that because that's exactly what we need. We need stability. We need depth because that's what Theo lacked. Jed is finally doing that. Um, I, I, I love it. I love every move we've made so far. Ed Howard was one of the big guys, I, the big guns I didn't think we were going to land, and we ended up landing him. Um, you know, and now the first baseman is really the only position we really needed. There is not a single other first baseman in our top 30 top prospects. So to have Bryce Ball in here is huge because we, we, we did not have an answer for Anthony Rizzo leaving. We truly didn't. So what does this mean for the Cubs? What does this mean for Anthony Rizzo? Um, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say that it means Anthony Rizzo is getting traded at the deadline for sure. It's definitely possible. Um, my thing is, I think it definitely it definitely means that his, his time as a Cub is coming to an end. Um, whether that be at the deadline or that be at the end of the season, I think they definitely made this move to make sure that they have someone, you know, in the near future to be able to come up. Maybe you sign someone on a veteran minimum, you know, this offseason if Anthony leaves, and then we wait for Bryce Ball to continue to develop. Because you can't just throw him in. He's not ready for that. He's really, he's definitely not ready for that. Um, he, he'll, he'll be there in a couple years. I, I definitely believe that um, based off of what I've read, based off of the stat lines, based off of his pure production he had on the, on the alternate site, spring training, et cetera, et cetera. Ronald Lacuna Jr. seems to like him as well. Um, but we'll see how that works. But... I truly do believe in this kid. I'm happy about it. I love Anthony Rizzo, one of my favorite Cubs of all time, without question. Um, one of my favorite players of all time. I've met him a couple times my, before my father passed away. Um, you know, uh, I believe it was like 2014. I got to, We actually got a chance to meet him. He gave him one of his caricatures. My dad was an artist. It, it, it was really cool. Um, great guy, great human being. You know, gives back so much to charity. But, you know, I mean, it's a business at the end of the day. And whatever happens with Anthony Rizzo in the, in the next week or so, you know, it, it will, it'll always, he'll always be the hometown hero. He'll, not the hometown hero, but he'll always be a Chicago legend. He'll always be a hero in Chicago. And I truly do believe when it's all said and done, Anthony Rizzo will have a statue outside of Wrigley Field. I definitely think he deserves that without a question. I mean, think about it. All of the statues outside of Wrigley Field, how many of those guys won a championship for the Chicago Cubs? I'll wait. Not a single one. Respect to Harry Carey, Ernie Banks, Ron Sano, um, you know, Ryan Sandberg, all, everybody, you know, for even Fergie Jenkins. Um, respect to all of them, without a doubt. But Anthony Rizzo is the only one who not only stayed 10 years, but won however many, two to three gold gloves, or maybe even four, I forget how many he exactly has. Um, you know, was an MVP candidate for multiple years. Never won it, but he was one. Uh, won a World Series with the Chicago Cubs. Was always a dominant first baseman. Has the numbers, you know, at 280, 270s, 280s career uh, batting average. You know, he's always slugging 25 to 30 plus home runs a year. I mean, there's no, there's no denying. And, and, and just a hero, a people's champ. You know what I mean? He's just one of those guys you just love. And, and Anthony Rizzo, without a doubt, gets that statue outside of Wrigley Field. Now, that's a conversation for a different day, um, but I truly do believe that. Now, another story came out tonight about Chris Bryant and the Mets. The New York Mets are heating up again in conversation. We're going to see what happens with that. Um, you know, f 
for me, Chris Bryant's one of those things where, you know, he's having such a great year. Such a great year. He's an all-star. He just had the all-star game. He was trying to hit a grand slam. Just having fun. He's playing fun baseball again. Um, he's currently batting 270. Is he actually batting 271? What the hell? Um, what happened? But um, he was batting 300 literally like a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't know what happened to that, but... But um, you know he's having he's having a pretty good year. Sixteen home runs, forty six RBIs, um, you know, batting average two seventy one. But it was like three hundred like a month ago. It, it's one of those things where he picks it up and he's and he's very hot right now. He's playing phenomenal baseball. I believe he's he's the first player since nineteen oh four to play more uh, ten starts at each of the following positions and in the outfield, um, first base, third base. And I believe it was second base or shortstop. It was one of them, but um, it wasn't both. But it, it's one of those things where you really just see like the versatility of this man, and, and he's like a Swiss Army knife defensively. You could literally put him anywhere. The White Sox would be great with him. The Mets would be great with him. Um, there's just so much opportunity there for Chris Bryant, and I think you know he's definitely going to be on the move in the next few following days. Um, I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen. You know, the the All Star Game it was so much fun seeing him and his son and Jessica Bryant, his um, beautiful wife. You know, amazing family. Um, he's a beautiful son, and, and, and you know, it's just a beautiful, happy family. And Chris seems so happy. So I'm really upset that he's actually finally happy and he's gonna go. Um, if he stays, I mean, I, I'd love Chris to stay on a long term deal, but Scott Boris is his agent, so we are gonna see what happens with that. Um, Javier Baez, no idea what's going to happen with Javier Baez. Javier Baez is one of those things where I definitely think he could be re-signed. But his attitude, man, it, it's just one of those things. I'm not knocking him. It's, it's an, I'm, I would never knock him. You know, Like I said, World Series champion. But I think Joe Madden was so easy on him that now that David Ross is kind of holding him accountable on things, you kind of see him with an attitude from time to time. You know, you saw... David Ross kick him out of the game once and then just told him to go to the locker room because of his attitude and the way he was talking back and stuff like that. And it's just like one of those things where it's like, and the swinging at everything kind of thing, you know, like, oh, well, maybe eventually it'll start, uh, it, it'll start heating up. And, and it's, and it's just, it's not, it's not, you got to just really get in your bag and really focus on what you're trying to accomplish. And he doesn't. And, you know, it is what it is. But I think if you were willing to trade him, we'll see what happens with that. But I'm really excited about what's going on. I think Jed Hoyer made an amazing move getting Bryce uh, Bryce Ball. You know, Bryce Ball. Bryce Ball in Chicago. That's an amazing name. That's an amazing name. It's like uh, the, the Ball Brothers. I mean, I just love... Than last name Ball, and I know that's stupid, but like it just it just fits. Bryce Ball for the Chicago Cubs, like first baseman. That's gonna be so much fun. I'm so excited to be able to see that. Um, that's all I got for you guys today. But hopefully in the next few days we hear more splashes. Like I said, that infield is set. Brennan Davis, our own podcast Mike on the Mic podcast uh, guest, has been on. Um, just one, you know, All Star future NL, you know, um, MVP of the game. Hit two home runs. He was amazing in the Futures game. So happy for him. So in the outfield, we have Brennan Davis for sure. Miguel Amaya as catcher. Uh, Bryce Ball is now your first baseman. Ed, Ed Howard. Um, Christian, Rod, uh, Christian Hernandez. So many others. You know what I mean? Nico Horner. Um, so on and so forth. Javier Baez. You know, you have your infield. You have Brennan Davis. 
you know, focus on that. Just just focus on pitching. You know, you have guys, Riley Thompson, amazing. Uh, Braylon Marquez, amazing. Cole Franklin, guest on the podcast again. Riley Thompson will hopefully be a guest on the podcast soon. He's working out his stuff. Um, we're hopefully going to have him on soon. But, you know, we just love to see that. We love to see these guys flourish. Justin Steele is another one. You know, um, we can we Albert Alzali. You just love to see it. You just love to hear from these guys succeeding. And but we need it to be a little bit stronger. So as much pitching depth as we can get, I'd love that. Craig Krimble is another one of those guys. You know, you trade Gleyber Torres away for Arolas Chapman as a rental. You know, as a rental, knowing he was going back to New York, you still traded away Gleyber Torres, who at the time was a great prospect. You know, you trade away Eloy Jimenez and Dylan Cease for Jose Quintana. If you can do that with Kyle Hendricks, go for it. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it'll just, it's just, I'm just so excited for Cubs baseball in the future. You guys don't understand. Like, it's perfectly fine when you're a championship team. And don't get me wrong, 2016 was one of the greatest years of my life, baseball-wise, sports-wise. And I will always, always hold that true. Um, my high school ba- uh, football team, you know, I was a starting safety. We won, we won a championship. It was amazing. Um, going into that, I believe, yeah, going into 2016, we had won that championship. 2016, I just had a great year. I was having so much fun. The Cubs won the World Series. You know, it, it was just great. We're riding off the Chicago Blackhawks 2015 year. Um, the Bulls had just done what they did for Dwayne Wade and all that stuff. Um, it, it was just fun. It was just a fun time. Um, the Bears, you know, getting rid of Jake Cutler. It was just a different era. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, just, it's just different. And I think we're about to enter that with the Cubs to where we have, a, we have something different than we did in the first rebuild. And that's actual prospects. You know, Brennan Davis, Miguel Amaya, Ed Howard, like I said, Bryce Ball, um, you know, Nico Horner and so on and so forth. Cole Franklin. You know, the list just goes on and on, you know, and it's one of those things where you're so far ahead of the game already that we only really need to retool. And the retooling saves you so much money by getting rid of Rizzo, Bryant, Bias, Contreras, that by the time all these kids come up, you get them all for seven years, mind you, seven years. And then, you know, you can arbitration, all that stuff, all that good stuff. Um, If you bring them all up, around the same time, relatively speaking, um, which is kind of what fucked us in the first place, you know, with why we're in the Bias, Bryant, and Rizzo situation, and Contreras situation. But, um, you know, fuck it, really. It's, it's seven years down the line. We'll worry about it seven years from now. But, um, it, it, you know, by 2023, when all these guys come up and they're all ready, you have a lot of money to fucking go get free agents. And when guys see how good and talented this young core is, Man, I mean, there's no, there's no telling what could happen. You know what I mean? You can get as many prospects as you want. Like, that's just, uh, my voice cracked. That pissed me off. But, like I said, got allergies. Um, I'm really excited about this. I think this is something new. I think this is something exciting. I think it's something that, you know, and I'm, I'm really overhyping it. I'm really overhyping the Bryce Ball shit. And it's because, it's mainly because it was something I did not think was going to be addressed through Jock Peterson. I keep saying that. I want to make that clear. Jed Hoyer completely finessed the Atlanta Braves out of this kid. I mean, this kid is an absolute stud. Jock Peterson can go off and hit fucking 60 home runs for all I care. At the end of the year, he's leaving because he knows Acuna owns that spot. 
Um, there's no doubt about that. I mean, he, fuck it. He might stay. I have no idea. But it's not my problem. You know, thank you, Jock Peterson, for everything you did for the Cubs. I appreciate you. Um, I mean, there's no doubt about it. You know, you were great in spring training. You were a great, you know, clubhouse guy. Um, but it's over. It's done. You know, it, it was a nice shot. Um, I, I really do think this team could have been something special had they not lost those 11 games straight. Um, just completely crushed it. But, it, it, you know, it is what it is. But I'm excited for the future. This infield looks great. It looks nasty. It looks like it's full of a bunch of demon time guys. You know what I mean? They're all in their bag. They're all so young um, and, and, and just so talented. You know, there's not a huge injury list with these guys. And it's just something I'm really looking forward to. So with that being said, this is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Peace out and welcome Bryce Ball to the Chicago Cubs. But I'll keep you guys posted. Keep you guys updated on everything trade related. Space Jam 2 comes out tomorrow, July 16th. Very excited about it. Going to be doing a non-spoiler review about that. Then I will be doing a spoiler review after that in like about a week. Because I want to give people a week. If you haven't seen Space Jam in the fucking first week it came out, you're living under a rock. And I don't want to hear any of that shit. So we're going to have a non-spoiler review for people who don't want to hear the spoilers. And it's going to be entitled in there. Um, and then we're going to have an, um, a spoiler review. We're also going to be having Brennan Davis back on the show. We're going to be having Cole Franklin back on the show. And hopefully in a week and a half or so, we're going to be having Chicago Cubs top prospect Riley Thompson, pitcher, on the show. Great guy. Great individual. Can't wait to have him on. Um, you know, and I think that's one of those guys that we're going to be talking about as well is Riley Thompson. You know what I mean? One of those guys that goes under the radar. We don't talk about enough. You know what I mean? It's It's so crazy how the farm system works if you really aren't into it like that if you're just a casual baseball fan these guys just come up and you wonder where they come from but when you watch them grow and develop the way i've seen guys like cole franklin brennan davis my two good friends um and then you have riley thompson you know riley thompson's one of those guys you really just love to see develop and and i think it's going to be something huge for the future you know bryce ball is going to be one of those guys as well um, Ed Howard, Chris, uh, Christian Hernandez, you know, only 17 years old. Um, there's just so much to do with that, and I just can't wait for it. So with that being said, um, like I said earlier, this is Mike Hughes. Peace out.